The Wednesday Night Wars are officially over. So now as wrestling fans, I think it's time we need to stop talking about ratings, whether they're for AEW Dynamite, WWE Raw, SmackDown, or even NXT. Even Impact could be thrown into this conversation. Ralph, are you with me on this? Is it time to stop talking about ratings? Can we can we say as wrestling fans together, ratings don't matter? Why this became a thing, I think it's pretty obvious because, you know, this whole mini Wednesday night war, which in reality really wasn't all that much like a war, like in comparison to the Monday night wars. I mean, if the shows were going head to head, yes, the numbers kind of matter more so to the, to, to the executives and people like that, like I said. Um, But the fans really got for whatever reason, really invested in this. And it really helped kind of cement the, the atmosphere for pro wrestling right now. Uh, the tribalism that does exist, whether you were on, you know, a, a fan of NXT and WWE or you're a fan of AEW, that helped uh, in, in most people's mind. It helped solidify their case and trying to prove that the show that they watched was the better show. And if you were losing in the ratings war, then ultimately you were on the losing side. Right. And, and I agree with that. But I think people don't really understand one, how ratings really work, and two, the real importance of TV ratings, especially the ones that we get. Now, the ones that we get and we talk about in the internet wrestling community are the ones from Show Buzz Daily that are the live and same-day television ratings. And for that, for those that don't know what that means, that's live cable viewing or live network viewing, depending on what channel you're watching, between 3 a.m. and 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's it. Not streaming. Not video on demand, DVR again in that time frame. But other than that, it's it doesn't really t- paint a whole picture of no. who is actually watching. So when someone says, "Oh my God, Raw is having their lowest viewership ever," they're going to go down the tank. NBC is going to cancel them. Or on the flip side, you know, the Wednesday Night Wars weren't a war because neither show is getting one million viewers. Stuff yeah. like this is just ridiculous. We covered the numbers and we covered the the viewership and the demographics and all those types of things and the the ratings because that's something that people are interested in. But you see other uh, podcasters and other other prominent people within the, rest, uh, the wrestling community that cover it, and it's kind of like they pick and choose what they want to report and they pick they cherry pick the information that they want to provide to you. So for the Wednesday Night Wars, if you recall when this first started. It was all about the viewership. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. AEW got over 1 million people to watch their show. The first time that debuted on TV. That's, that's impressive. That's a big number. That's a lot of people that decided they were going to tune in to, uh, to dynamite. Then the numbers started to go down a little bit and we started shifting to, well, it's maybe not so much about the viewership, but let's focus on the demo, the demo God, Chris Jericho. My God, that is true. That is true though. That is true. That's not like a a shift in, focus that's just but, i think more people understood it better when they realized oh shit the demo is what actually gets the advertising so money if you if you let me finish this is where i go i'm going with this okay because go ahead these prominent individuals that are reporting the numbers conveniently when we talk about aw it's about the demo correct the demo the rating uh the obscure number about the number of people that live in a household my god there's six people <laughs> granny's watching dynamite <laughs> So those that depends, numbers matter. That depends on who you're talking about, though. Okay. We won't name names, but you can figure this out for yourself because you certainly are going to know this. So that on that for that show, 
the, the demos matter, the rating matters. But when it comes to Raw, it's the viewership that all of a sudden mattered. Never mind. And, and you work in TV, so I'll mm-hmm. let you cover this yourself. Yep. Because Raw, as, ba- as bad as the numbers are, because, I mean, let's, let's face it. Yes, not as many people are watching pro wrestling across the board, but not as many people are watching Monday Night Raw as they as used. See, as, see as here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is where I'm going to have to disagree with you. To say that not as many people are watching wrestling today, I don't know if you really can support that argument just going by ratings alone. Because, like I said, the numbers that are reported are the live and same-day ratings numbers. So that means that's only people that are watching when Raw is on the air or when Dynamite is on the air, SmackDown, NXT, whatever show it is. I think it's easy to think you understand them when you just look at numbers, like concrete numbers, like AEW this week got a 0.26. Last week, they got a 0.24. So they had a higher ratings bump, but they went down in total viewership. How like, and then you wonder how the hell is that even possible? And then, and then actually people in the television industry and people in advertising can understand where these numbers are going. It's not just, well, AEW sucks. Their viewership's going down or WWE raw sucks. You know, and that's why Raw's ratings are down. But when you think about it, let's think about this. Raw, I think a lot of people can agree, Raw has not been good for a long time. No. I haven't been watching it for a while. I'll admit it. I don't know if you watch it consistently. And if you do, I know I get texts once in a while saying how bad it is. <laughs> true. Yes. Very true. Yeah, I, I do watch it from time to time. I, I try to watch it because I want to keep up with what's going on, especially now going into WrestleMania. Um, you know, but I can't be, if, if I'm being honest here, there are certain segments that I give it a couple of seconds and then whoop, DVR fast forward, not going to watch it. Exactly. So that's part of the reason why ratings, especially these ratings don't really matter the way people want them to think they matter. Because one of the things you pointed out, uh, you're going to flip through and you want to stay up to date. Now, is it easier to stay up to date watching a three hour show? or 30 minutes worth of clips on YouTube. Exactly. The 30 minutes. Exactly. So television ratings are not affected by YouTube viewing, or I shouldn't say YouTube viewing is not added into the ratings. Right. I should say now next thing demos. Demos are important, right? Oh, you know, raw stinks. Raw has got all these bad ratings or whatever this past week. Now, yes, it was to go home to WrestleMania, but this has been the trend for the last few weeks or so. Where were they in the 18 to 49 demographic? I would venture to guess they were probably top two if you're going to gloat about it. Number one. Okay, number one. In every demo, every demo, they were number one, except two. Which two? 50 plus. That's one. And deceased. (laughs) <laughs> no, not deceased. The other one is the other one was females 18 to 49, which professional wrestling is a male dominated audience to begin with. So, I mean, they're, they're WWE is targeting every single audience. And yes. And this is one of the things, even some of the other pundits in the wrestling community are saying that the female audience is dropping and hence why the ratings and viewership is going down, but it's a male targeted show. So that's kind of why the ratings, as we try to analyze them, don't matter. Because AEW is still a top 10 in the 18 to 49 demographic, probably a top five, sometimes even the top show 
in the male 18 to 49 demographic, depending on if it's basketball season or not. And as far as viewership, I've, if I said this once, I've said this a thousand times, they're skewed by the 50 plus demo. So if you have a show that has a lot of 50 plus viewers, guess what? You're going to have a high viewership. Go look at show buzz daily for those that are watching for the first time on our show or, or just really understanding ratings for the first time. Go on show buzz daily, pick any day of the week. Doesn't have to be one where there's wrestling. See the shows that have high 50 plus demo ratings. And then next to it is the total viewership. All the shows with over a million viewers all have high 50 plus demos. That's why AEW doesn't hit a million viewers. That's why NXT doesn't hit a million viewers. And that's why Raw's viewership is the lowest it's been since the show started in 1993. It has nothing to do with quality of product. Unless, I mean, people try to say it, that's the case, but it's not. It has nothing to do with quality of product. Could they be better? Yes. That's where quality of product comes in. But to say it's the ratings are that low because of quality of product, that's not the case. So you're under the impression that if Raw was... Uh... If if Raw or AEW, in order for them to be successful, what you're saying is they need to target the older demographic or they have to at least combine that demographic on top of what they're currently drawing in. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you want to maximize total viewership for the sake of live and same day ratings, target the 50 plus because they're the ones watching television the most traditional sense. If you want to maximize your audience and get the most money out of your actual audience, Target your audience. For wrestling, it's males 18 to 49 or males 25 to 54. Now, WWE, they're catering to businesses. Where AEW, they're catering to consumers. So while their consumer is typically a male 18 to 49, you look at their male 18 to 49 rating, it's pretty damn good. You look at their overall 18 to 49, it's decent, but could be better. You look at their total viewership, it stinks because the male to 18 to 49 demo is probably the lowest uh, of the demographics that have the most viewers. With that said, I know a lot of people try to bring up viewership and say, oh my God, this is concerning that it's gone downhill. Do you think the AEW, like Tony Khan and TNT, are focused on dropping viewership totals? Those are the type of people, depending on your position in the company or at a network or at a cable company, those are the people that should be concerned with the viewership and the rating, not fans, mm -hmm. at least not the way the fans are using it. Because right. the way it was used, if you want to be somebody who says, hey, the numbers are going up, whatever, we're happy, they're growing, they're showing that more people are watching, that's that's fine. But the way it was getting used is people were trying to use it to more or less solidify that the show that they watch is better. And that's that's not the way that the, the information right. should be used because, I mean, that's that's just, as a fan... I guess it's good to brag about it if you're really that into it, but it shouldn't really matter. Right. Um, but yes, I, I do think that like the Tony cons of the world and whoever else is involved with TNT probably should look at those numbers and be a little concerned only because they're going in the wrong direction unless there is other metrics that they're looking at that suggest something otherwise like, well, you know, our, our YouTube views are crazy through the roof or whatever the case is. Right. Now, that's where I am going to somewhat disagree. As I said, the numbers that we get are the live and same-day ratings. And the reason I keep saying this is because in television today, 
most networks don't even show these numbers to their advertisers. There's other metrics that they show. They're called live plus three and live plus seven. So basically that's live plus the next three days or live plus the next seven days. Those are the numbers these networks care about more. So if raw has 1.8 million on day one, and then they get an extra, let's say three to 500,000 within the next week, that's over 2 million people watching. That's not that bad. AEW, no, the, so. AEW, the same thing. This week they had what seven hundred thousand? Oh, actually, uh, actually, less this week. No, six hundred and something. Thousand. Yeah, it was less than that. So let's say six hundred and eighty. I think it was around that ballpark. Six hundred and eighty-six, maybe. Say one to three hundred thousand. Watch between day one and seven after the initial live airing. That's nearly a million viewers. That's what TNT cares about. That number after three and seven days, because people have DVRs, people have video on demand, people have Hulu, people have uh, all these other streaming services that you could, and and even the, the, each network has their own network app. So USA has a USA app. TNT has the TNT app. And if you watch on the TNT app, those sometimes don't play the same commercials, which means those streaming numbers do not count in the live same day ratings. I know right. someone tried to question me on this like a month or so ago because there was a glitch or an outage during TNT streaming a dynamite uh, like a month ago. And it, they thought that's what led to the viewership, but it wasn't. It was the fact that there was a Lakers versus 76ers game that ate up all the 18 to 34 viewers it had nothing to do with wrestling or a streaming outage. They were watching basketball. So right. that's the thing. And that's the other metric too. What else is on that day? The national championship for the NCAA, the max, the mask singer, uh, presidential election coverage or a George Floyd trial coverage, you know, stuff like that. There's like outside of wrestling, there's so much other, other things that these shows are competing with. Hell, a uh, guy's grocery games is technically competition on Wednesdays for NXT and, and AEW. But we don't talk about that. Why? Because Guy Fieri is not a wrestling show. He's not right. a wrestling host. So it seems like the only numbers we care about or the only ones we want to look at are wrestling related. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I, I think that, you know, part of that too is the big thing is it, why is it that wrestling specifically they just don't they can't capture the audience for whatever reason the way they used to i mean and this is something we've discussed i think they're still waiting for the the big star like the big yes. mega star to come along and that hasn't happened yet and it's who knows when it is going to happen and who knows what company it's going to happen in but for right now for whatever reason people are choosing to put their time and effort and investment into other shows and other apps and other, you know, content to enjoy, not wrestling. So that is the conundrum that they have to overcome. If wrestling is truly going to get back to where it may have once been during the attitude era or whatever other era you want to compare it to. Right. Um, You know, but who knows when that's going to happen. It may never happen because I think part of the problem is we have so much content to consume and so many ways to consume it. Right. You don't necessarily need to have that 
quote unquote megastar. You got Sasha Banks doing stuff on Star Wars. You got Cody Rhodes and Brandy having a reality show and Cody doing the game show thing. You have The Miz doing reality shows. You have the Total Divas reality show. There's so many ways that these guys and girls in professional wrestling are doing other avenues outside of wrestling that we may think there's not a megastar, but perhaps there really is. And we just are comparing them to antiquated metrics from the 1990s. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that part of it because I think that just, you know, if, if I'll give you an example, the other day I was watching, um, I was watching TV, a commercial came on with stone cold, Steve Austin. My daughter is seven years old. She's never seen Steve Austin wrestle, but he is at the very least, one of the top five biggest stars and draws in pro wrestling history. True. Nobody's going to dispute that. No. She looked at the TV and she said, isn't that guy a wrestler? Well, I can pretty much bet you, like if I walk down the street and show people random pictures of Steve Austin, Kenny Omega, um, Drew McIntyre, Logan Paul, because I know we talked about him on this show, Mike Tyson, they're going to know three or four of those people. And I'm willing to bet the one person that they might not know is probably Kenny Omega. And that isn't because, you know, Kenny Omega isn't a really good pro wrestler, or even if you want to use Drew McIntyre, because a lot of people won't know who he is either. It's just because they don't have the ability to capture the attention like other stars did. And it's not just people uh, specific, or that's not just specific to pro wrestling. You know, for whatever people want to say about, uh, Logan Paul and bad buddy in our comment section, you could, you could say what you want. Oh, I don't know who that is. That's fine. You don't have to know who he is to, it doesn't mean he's not popular. It doesn't mean that people don't know who they are. It doesn't mean that other people are paying attention. So, you know, that's, that's who rest. Those are the people that wrestling fans are wrestlers themselves are competing against because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, as you pointed out, it's not just about pro wrestling. It's about people making the choice to choose other content to watch other than pro wrestling and other people and other industries are able to get over to that point where they become megastars, but pro wrestlers for whatever reason, over the course of the last, uh, let's say 10 years, maybe nobody other than Cena has been able to reach those heights. I don't think. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's a fair point, but you bring up Logan Paul and this is going to be my last point on this, as far as wrestling fans talking about ratings. So Last week, SmackDown's ratings and viewership went down as far as the average live numbers. They went down from the previous week with Logan Paul, and some people are saying Logan Paul didn't draw. However, if you dive deeper into that, Logan Paul's hour, the second hour, drew better than the first hour. (laughs) So that goes to show you, guys, let's stop talking about ratings and just watch what you want to watch. If you hate WWE, stop watching it. If you hate AEW, stop watching it. And if someone says they like the either promotion, don't insult them because they like it or whatever. That's the problem. And you brought this up. It's the tribalism. Ratings for wrestling fans only bring toxicity. And that is probably the worst thing that when it comes to television ratings, that's why we need to stop talking about them is there's this tribalistic thing and it leads to also gatekeeping where if you don't know this guy, then you're not a real wrestling fan. Or if you didn't start watching during this time, you don't know this or that. And it just creates this huge smug cloud. 
in the, within the world wrestling, in the wrestling community, let us know what you guys think. Are you going to start talk? Are you going to keep talking about ratings because the Wednesday night wars are over or is this just going to keep bringing it on or can we finally stop talking about it? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SCPB podcast. Subscribe and hit that bell to join the conversation. We'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psycho Babble.